Again, thank you, Market XYZ, for coming on. I did want to maybe start with you telling telling the community a little bit about yourselves. Um, who are the people behind XYZ? Hello, guys. Um, thanks for having us. And um, so me, Daksh, and Eric, uh, we've been the core team driving the development of Market XYZ. We've closely been working with Radi Protocol, who are our partners in this venture, and individual contributors who helped unlock some of the use cases that we are building for. Um, so it's been us uh, over the last three months, uh, you know, deploying on Polygon and exploring new use cases for our protocol. And uh, we've had the, uh, you know, chance of like interacting with some of very interesting people in DeFi like uh, Santiago and Tyler and, uh, you know, uh, Jay himself from Rari uh, to kind of ideate on our product roadmap. Uh, we've been working with a really cool, uh, like venture studio that has helped us with design. Uh, they are called Space Kayak, who helped us kind of with markets, uh, brand identity and design. And that was really good. So that encompasses everybody who's like majorly contributed into this project so far. Okay. Got you. How did you guys get, uh, get started in the crypto space? If you don't mind me asking, is this like the first, first type of project that you're really uh, building or? Um, so uh, me and Eric, we've been working on uh, applications of like human collaboration systems uh, for decentralized governance for a good one year. We were early community members of Rome Research and then we helped ship like the first version of like LogSec, which was an open source platform uh, for networked text. And we saw an imp implementation of those for DAOs. And DAOs really excited us because uh, like the like sometimes what happens as organizations get large they become very inefficient, right? And uh, it's it's very um, it's it's not usual where like startups keep innovating at even at a large scale. And DAOs are really this tool that could allow like very large protocols controlling hundreds of billions of dollars to still be efficient and effective because they are answerable to the community members. And like things like these, like a community call where everybody brings in their thoughts cannot happen in like a board forum, right? Like where you have a publicly listed company with their board of directors inviting all the shareholders. So this, these are things that never happen, right? So this is what got us really excited. And Rari Dao was one of the DAOs that we closely followed. Uh, and on the other side, like we really wanted to uh, participate in DeFi to leverage, uh, you know, the technologies that are being built today to uh, make it more engaging for communities, uh, improve accessibility for new token-based projects, and basically allow anybody who is not DeFi native to leverage DeFi uh, to grow their uh, token-backed uh, project in Web3, right? So our sort of one of the thesis that we follow is that, you know, there will be thousands of token-based projects coming up every year, and everybody does not need to be extremely efficient with uh, DeFi, right? Like DeFi does not need to be this sophisticated stuff where they need to have a team of engineers and people just working out this stuff all the time. And we kind of really are inspired by what Stripe did for Web2, that they really allowed like businesses to access capital on the internet with ease. And that's what we want to do with market, you know. So the entire life cycle of a token-based project, you know, building distribution for them, ensuring that there's liquidity, and also ensuring that participants can leverage on their positions when they are, you know, holding these assets. We see that there's a huge potential on simplifying that offering for uh, our partner projects. Uh, that's what we are really excited about building. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Um, so I know you you kind of um, you kind of tapped on a little bit of what you do. Can you dive dive in and break it down a little further? What exactly is Market XYZ, and how can people like how can users use uh, what you're building? For sure. 
So market XYZ in its current form is an isolated interest rate protocol. What that means is you can abstract out uh, information from blockchains uh, in the form of Oracle data and create a market around it. Uh, that market is customizable so that you can select admin fees, liquidator incentives, what assets are allowed to what supply caps. And then you can do stuff like adding locks, right, uh, which can be time based or uh, incident based, right. So that allows you to do a lot of stuff that is not possible traditionally. You can fundraise for a project. You can create liquidity on top of locked assets. You can leverage on, on top of your positions with ease. And you can also do lending and borrowing on non-traditional assets like NFTs and, you know, all the up and coming assets on the blockchain, even LP tokens, right? So the long tail of financial assets that are being created on the blockchain, they do not need to be these like this dead weight that, you know, people cannot do anything with it. Instead, they, we have this concept called superfluid collateral, which is basically anything that is of value. Uh, should be used, uh, you know, to be leveraged against and people should be able to access that liquidity, right? So providing that power to like individuals and even small projects, uh, you know, that's very helpful because when you are in, in the early days, you know, distribution is everything. So we help kind of unlock this distribution for uh, token back projects. Uh, and as market XYZ evolves, we want to be, a, you know, an ecosystem of products that simplifies DeFi offering for different communities, but we want to be focused on like building distribution for them, right? So it, it can be anywhere from facilitating fair token launches, uh, facilitating their, uh, you know, like incentive mechanisms, and also like for the DAO itself, right? Like there's investment DAOs that are coming up and there's DAOs that, you know, do all sorts of different things. And if we can help in like treasury management and stuff like that, you know, those are the kind of areas that really excite us. Okay, yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, what what chains are you actually on right now? If you don't mind me asking. Um, so we have deployed on Polygon, and since Rally is our partner, they are already on L1. Um, and over time, like Market XYZ will become the flagship front end for the Rally protocol. So we will have you know Polygon and Ethereum offerings uh, on the same front end. We are quickly deploying on Optimism, and like there are some problems with Arbitrum, but when those are solved, we'll be there as well. Okay, got you. Um, I know you, you mentioned. I would like to ask as well about like the Rari relationship. Um, so, what what is exactly, I guess, the nature of your relationship uh, with Rari? Is it like an official partnership, or do you talk a little bit about that? For sure. So, uh, you know, on a product level, like Market XYZ is a task force on Rari protocol. We help we help them develop the protocol and we work directly with them for new implementations of the protocol for creating products. So uh, we and Rari team, we are currently working on upgrading the Fuse contract so that we can have more use cases with it, primarily around enabling NFTs as collateral and also like uh, doing permissionless pool management. And... What we've seen so far is that, you know, that, that kind of model works very good for us because, uh, you know, there's a lot of information exchange and a lot of good ideas that are not, you know, materialized if projects work in isolation. Uh, on the business side of things, like Rari owns 12.5% of total supply of market tokens. And that's given to them because they have supplied us with initial technology and helped us with our launch. And long-term market will develop its own unique suite of products that will span all networks, right? So it will kind of grow into its own uh, ecosystem. But it will be a tight partnership, you know, for, for a long, long time. And um, if I'm not wrong here, you guys were also invested by their founder, right? By the founder of Rari? Um, yeah, Jay did put a small angel check uh, into R because he believed in us right from day one, and he just kind of wanted to formalize that by an investment. Okay, wow, that's you know that's definitely uh, 
a vote of confidence from the Rari team. Um, yeah, sorry to interrupt. Feel free to ask questions, but uh, I would also like to ask about y'all's um, audits. Are those ongoing, or, or what's the status on that? Daksh? Yeah. So audits are ongoing. We have already submitted it to Quantstamp and uh, a private auditor, and it should be there in a week uh, and a half, probably. But if it isn't that big, so it shouldn't shouldn't be that long. Like we've already gotten uh, peer review approval from the Rari team and a bunch of other uh, projects that we asked for peer review. Okay. Okay. I, I see great. where I see where Ben is is coming here because there's been a lot of kind of shady projects that have been on Polygon lately, and um, yeah, trust trust is a very important piece um, when it comes to the DeFi space. Um, what are some other plans that you have to kind of help gain some trust? within the Polygon ecosystem? See, um, I, I feel that if you break down trust, right? Uh, trust is really a combination of consistency, right? And competency. And then if you show, if you're consistent over time and you're competent over time, you build trust, right? So with consistency, what we mean is that we want our product to offer great experience. We want to be consistent with our offering. We want to be transparent with all our partners, right? And we want to ensure that, uh, you know, as whatever timelines are being set in public, we adhere to that. So if we do that, you know, consistency builds trust. And second is competency, right? And the best way to show competency in DeFi is to solve use cases for everybody, right? And solve problems that all the projects have. And if you sort of do that, then you build uh, a lot of credibility with, with this this particular uh, thing that you do. And what we are trying to do is that we are identifying use cases for market, which really like uh, apply for other projects. Like in, in fact, for KeyDAO community, like the most important thing is that all these stable coins that are there, you want people to uh, have the ability to leverage them, right? And you're minting those stable coins right from our pool, which is amazing for you. That's a, that's a way to unlock distribution uh, in, in, in a very, very uh, clear way. And I think what that allows people to do is also to engage with the protocol in a much more meaningful way. Even though, you know, on L1, the uh, fees are so high that people cannot do some of these activities uh, you know, on Polygon, the fees are low enough where borrowing and lending can be engaged even on the low levels. Uh, so kind of like a combination of like, uh, you know, uh, standing up to the mark uh, on your public roadmap and also like, you know, being transparent with your partners and also like uh, solving problems for the entire ecosystem. I think that's what builds trust in the long run. Obviously, it's a, it's a marathon, you know, so we, we aim to do that day over day, month after month. And, and if we end up doing that, I think people will tend to trust us. Perfect. Um, can you also dive into some of the partners, uh, partnerships that you have? I, I noticed on the Market XYZ site that you're also partnered with, is it DPI, IndexCoop? Yes, IndexCoop is another close partnership. Specifically for our launch, we are uh, you know, uh, primarily looking at just four to five projects. We have a lot of inbound at this moment, but we are really prioritizing over projects which are strong community. And we see an obvious use case for them that we are solving a deep problem for them. Uh, so it's StakeDAO, IndexCoop, uh, KeyDAO. Uh, we are speaking with... Um, B Protocol. Yeah, we're speaking with B Protocol. And uh, uh, which was the other one, Daksh, that we just closed like the last week? I think it was IndexCoop only. Um, okay, guys, I have to check. Like, I have been, like, busy with, like, seed round and raising funds. So I've been a little out of touch with pools. But there are two or three other partners in Pipeline. Perfect. Uh, and then, again, also you can see some some of the pools uh, on their site right now in, in beta. And Benjamin has linked it up in this uh, text chat. Uh, we do have a question from the community. Uh, who does market see as inspiration or competition? 
here in the space? Um, and then also what differentiates you in a way that will draw users to use you, um, you know, with my. Um, so I will give a sort of long answer on this because this is one question that we repeatedly had to go over when talking investments and talking to potential uh, partners. Uh, and, and I'll just give you an, like my opinion on like how the DeFi ecosystem is evolving, right? Our DeFi liquidity today is still like less than half a trillion dollars. That's a very tiny percentage compared to what global wealth represents, right? Our liquidity is going to come in from all sides over the next five, 10 years, right? And, and kind of if you look at it, like Web2 was mostly like, you know, like these huge skyscrapers being built. And if those skyscrapers go obsolete, people demolish them and move to new skyscrapers. Whereas Web3 is, you know, evolving more like highway network, right? And people are building these different highways that connect to each other via different uh, mechanisms and different roads. And it's a 3D network of highways and tunnels. And even though a highway goes old or not many cars go over it, it never goes fully defunct. That value is still there, right? So kind of what we look at is, right, to build a valuable highway, you need to have interconnections, right? And you need to have partners. So I think that the way we think about competition is like only in one sphere where can we lock better partnerships early on in our life cycle? And also can we collaborate with more projects early on that incentivizes, you know, a, a strong ecosystem around us that helps us in our growth, right? So projects that are our inspiration, I, I think I really, really am inspired by Stripe when it comes to uh, like traditional startups that uh, we draw inspiration from. And from Web3, I have been speaking to like Jay. So obviously, Rari Capital has been a big inspiration for us in the way that they've been doing things. But beyond Rari, even I've been you know talking closely with the Polygon team. Uh, they are from the same city as I am. And I've been seeing their growth. It's been phenomenal. So Polygon is a big inspiration for us. And beyond that, just about every DeFi project, which is transparent and like creating value for the community. Uh, but uh, coming back to like who we see as competition, you know, there are projects that are enabling, you know, leverage on any asset. Uh, there's Euler Finance and there's, um, you know, Beta Finance and all of these projects. But I think what differentiates us is that we are really heavy on the governance side of things. We think that isolated markets need isolated governance. I can dive a little bit deeper into why the relation between isolated governance and isolated markets are necessary. Uh, but I think that th that is, you know, unique to us and that will allow us to unlock product use cases very fast and effectively. Hey, I mean, we've got some time if you want to dive into deeper into that. I mean, I think, uh, yes, we have some people that say, please dive in. For sure. So um, when you talk about an isolated market, right, what is the boundary condition for isolation? If you look at it in the global financial system, right, let's say the euro, uh, you know, uh, euro is trading against US dollar and then both of these are controlled by their independent governance, right? Uh, what really happens in you know global financial system is that the boundary condition for isolation is governance, right? Because the governance around that currency decides the fundamental mechanics of how transactions happen. Well, that's the same in DeFi, right? Governance is the boundary condition for isolation. These markets are isolated because the governance that controls these individual pools are isolated. So people who are participating in that pool, they get to make a choice on how to change the risk profile, what assets to include or not include, and also like what use cases the pool allows. So let me give you an example, right? If you have, let's say, two pools that are controlled by the same governance, you could move assets between them with ease. They are no longer isolated markets, right? So governance is the boundary condition for isolation. So you need effective governance for effective markets. And if you can solve that, then those independent markets can be used for multiple use cases. They can help with new project launches. 
they can help people raise capital against their credentials in future if they have let's say real estate they can put stake that real estate and get liquidity against that if somebody signing for like let's say a loan on the blockchain and all they have is the credentials they could probably put those credentials there and you know get liquidity from a community so if you have an isolated governance there's a lot that you can do with markets so that's the boundary condition and that's what we're looking at okay yeah wow no, that was a, that was a great dive that was a great dive in um I guess what what role do you think uh, are if everything is ideal, everything goes ideal for market X Y Z, like what role do you play in the future of DeFi? Um, we see a future where you know DeFi is not a barrier to entry for p- projects to leverage the best of Web three. I we'll see a lot of community based projects. We'll see a lot of social graphs. We'll see a lot of interesting use cases of Web three, which are beyond you know tokens. So I want. you know a future where defi is not this complicated stuff where projects are you know getting uh, sort of like not getting a clear understanding of the ecosystem and they repelled by it but it should be like they go to uh, you know market xyz and they can deploy their own market they can launch their token they can get liquidity they can do you know their you know sort of like staking and yield farming and all of these things in a very simplified way so we want to simplify defi for token based projects and that's that's the role that we want to play long term got you Um, and also, you. you uh, sorry, Ben. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to go back real quick to the the governance point. Um, what sort of, I guess, power or agency does Market X Y Z have over these isolated, um, these isolated lending markets? So long term, you know, like if you look at L one, what Rari did was they have this risk a risk course for each market. Uh, we want the market protocol to have like an automated risk management, uh, you know, bot built in, and that can be very sophisticated. So the role that we want to play is like, does the project have audits? Does uh, do the fundamentals check out? Like, what's the different ratios between liquidity and total supply, and all of those sort of metrics that really govern, you know, if this is an asset that you should be leveraging on. I think what we the role that we want to play is ensuring that all the checks and balances. that need to be there for leverage positions those exist right and giving the community a very clear interface of understanding these things and sort of being this guiding force that allows people to make better decisions uh, when leveraging their assets and on the partner project side we want to be the pro- uh, you know platform where they can come in and you know strategize for getting the most value out of their um, you know sort of like uh, pool right so it's mechanism design and sort of like we'll have a lot of data on these activities and we can help them strategize the pool better so i think the market protocol really wants to be a guiding principle uh, est- establishing guiding principles around this and sort of like mitigate uh, you know the risk of blow up by ensuring the checks and balances are in place and as we get more and more evolved maybe the we can enable a new class of uh, people who are you know asset managers or financial uh, uh, finance optimizers on the blockchain which are powered by market xyz so that's that's a very exciting future for us uh, it's some time away but it's something that we think about every day and we'll be, we'll keep building for it so then you guys are more i guess like uh, perhaps uh, keepers or like curators of these isolated markets but you don't necessarily have control over the funds that are stored there in those isolated markets Yes of course I mean it's uh, an isolated market is is completely controlled by the person who by the person community or their dao or governance whatever format of control is provided they control it we just ensure that the checks and balances are in place you know so i it's, curator would be a great word but long term we don't even want to be called curators we 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 just want to be something like as a foundation or a guiding 
principle for leveraging these assets because even when you curate there's sort of a bias right and we don't want to inject any bias in the way people are handling these things we just want to ensure the safest and more you know most equitable playing ground for these projects to come in and create distribution for themselves yeah that's great to hear because i i know like if you think about like the vote that we're having to seed a bunch of my into these isolated markets people are talking about how safe are those um, funds but you know it is an isolated market so i guess we still maintain um like control over the funds that were deposited yeah so at the moment we create pools for all the all the partner projects but we ensure that before they're ready to be injected or infused with capital they're actually the ownership is actually transferred to the partner project so in your case it will be transferred to chidao's governance or a multisig whichever you prefer so that that's sort of the approach we take right now we are creating but in future we'll have a interface that anyone can use and create their own pool with you don't even need to you know go through us perfect perfect i think you answered rather's first question uh or perhaps like i guess how the isolated governance gets set up but you know if we are the owners of the the market then i guess that's how we control it like our own personal governance right or is there like Correct. another like governance um Yes, mechanism. So, so we have two approaches here. One is the so since your governance already exists, it could be turned into the admin of the pool. But for projects that or let's say a person like me created my own pool, managing it like a hedge fund or something like that, right? Eventually, once it once it has like ten million, twenty million dollars of liquidity in, it's a very big project already, right? There's a lot of money in it, so it should be decentralized. So for those sort of projects. we will allow a governance creation platform wherein you can just press a few buttons and the governance is created for them and the tokens are airdropped to all the respective holders at the point obviously don't quote me on the last statement i i'm still figuring out the best way to do it but yeah like that that's how we see it happening so we want to provide both approaches like the top down approach that chidos is taking and the bottom up approach that in future will be enabled perfect i see a couple of people here writing as we'll see some more questions from the community um yeah i i think it could be interesting to dive start to dive deeper into the partnership that we're going to do there there is a improvement proposal that we're going to set out to um basically seed the market that you've created the stablecoin market with unmented mai and then when people borrow right that my will borrow it with the collateral that they deposit so then the minted my that they borrow ends up being backed by collateral i guess that begs the question how how do liquidations work um in market and how 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 can you ensure that they work um in the worst of i think you broke off at the end can you repeat yeah so i guess the question is about liquidations and how they work on market Yeah, it's similar to the way Compound Protocol does it. Um, right now, we have a liquidator bot that uh, uses flash loans, flash swaps from Uniswap, and basic like on Polygon, it would be Quick Swap. So it uses flash swaps with Quick Swap, and it takes uh, bor- borrows like Mai from there, and then liquidates position. And the close factor on the pool that we have created is fifty percent, so it will liquidate fifty percent at max. For an uh, healthy loan. 
And then in terms of the um, oracles, you guys use a mixture of TWAPs and Chainlink, right? Yeah, so we we mostly prefer using Chainlink oracles. And for for all the assets on 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 all the pools, we use Chainlink. But my right now does not have a Chainlink oracle. And we have requested Chainlink to uh, make an oracle for this soon. Till then, we are using QuickSwap's oracle, uh, TWAP, and um, it's it's using like my USDC pair, so that's the highest liquidity pair on QuickSwap with my, and yeah, that's what we are using for pricing. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I, I believe even QuickSwap soon to become a price seed for Chainlink. Although I'm not, I don't know if that's. Uh, yeah, I, I think even I heard that uh, someone was telling that. Through the questions here. Okay, we've got uh, yeah, we've got a question from Blue. Um, is it possible to interact with the pool directly from the Cheetah site? I.e., uh, we have vaults. Could this uh, could this add a tab that would allow multi collateral lending? Uh, yeah, because I guess the the idea is to um, you know, our protocol is very good for long term lending, right? Because we have a fixed rate. Um, and then if you think about like a floating rate, that's really good for short term. Um, you have like a loan for like a day or something, you wouldn't be hit with like a large rate. Um, so if, if you're borrowing, if you're a long-term borrower with my, if you have a vault, you could take that my and then lend it out on, on market XYZ. Um, so about this point, one of our visions was uh, that every token back project as a market of itself, right? So we were thinking about this thing called forward slash market. So for example, cheetah.finance slash market or, um, or any like polygon.com slash market. And there's an embedded uh, web page coming inside of it or like a model coming inside where they can directly interact with their market there. So something like that should be possible. We are, we are working towards making that happen. So in future, if you guys want to put it on your website, you can do it very easily. Yeah, that might be good for, um, I guess, the usage. But of course, like we're all about like integrating with other people as opposed to you know, putting it all in one place. That makes sense. Uh, Rathers asked if we could add in rewards. Is borrowing? I'm sorry, I missed that one. Um, like if um, if you can add rewards from the DAO for people borrowing in. Yeah, right now there's no provision for this, but we can eventually track all the users that have borrowed, and maybe do an airdrop or something like that soon. We can discuss that together if if that's what we plan to do. Awesome. Your, sorry, go ahead, yeah. No, 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 go ahead. If you see a question. Yeah, I see Nakamomo asking, there's a way to introduce collateral swaps. Right now, no. But uh, we're working on something called Fuse Plugins, which allows us to plug in unused liquidity into other projects. Uh, for example, if like a pool has like only 10% utilization ratio, what if we could, you know, put some money into like an LP pool on Uniswap or QuickSwap or whatever, right? So we're still figuring that out. But like as of now, the protocol does not have a provision for that. But it's like in the roadmap. 
Thank you for that. Um, how would you like to see the partnership, you know, between the Chidao community and you guys grow? Like, what do you, um, and again, this is any, for any one of the market XYZ team, like, you know, how would you like to see this partnership uh, continue to grow beyond this first stage? Uh, for sure. Um, what, what I'm most interested and excited about is that, you know, a lot of uh, DeFi projects face like similar problems. Uh, let's say, you know, the Oracle ecosystem is evolving, adapting to those. And uh, sort of like holding hands and figuring out the hardest problems that each project faces. So I see product level integrations being a starter to that. Uh, what we would want to work with uh, Chidao on is like more sophisticated use cases for market. You are minting tokens right out, right uh, from the pool itself, right? So uh, what would be interesting is to see what are the use cases can be enabled from that. Uh, so I see that product level partnerships like uh, leading to like, uh, you know, business partnerships and growing the protocol and, and engineering partnerships. Uh, so that's the kind of uh, launch partners that we are looking for. So I would have to understand from your side, you know, what's the growth uh, roadmap for uh, GDAO and how we can help there and see if, you know, there's more things that we can do to create value for each of our projects. And definitely peer reviews is a lot helpful. Like if, if we can peer review our product roadmap or like our product features, or even like smart contract code, that would be awesome, right? Awesome. So this is yeah, like an on, ongoing thing rather than just like a one-time, one-time partnership. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. Like uh, the often times that like um, you know these audits are not. You can have an audit, and it doesn't really mean much. But it's really great to hear that. For example, you guys have peer reviewed with um, Rari, right? because uh, they they really know the code, right? That you guys are building. So. Definitely peer reviews is the way to go. Absolutely. Um, what are some other questions from the community? Or is there any like uh, you know alpha alpha leaks that you want to share, uh, market team? Technically, the alpha leak should be the pool, but you've already <laughs> shared that out. So <laughs> yeah, I don't have any, but like we have a pool life. I think some of you guys supplied uh, $5,000 in liquidity in that pool. And it's a stablecoin pool, right? With my and other three, three of the major stablecoins in there. But Raul, feel free to take that up. I think you unmuted yourself. Yeah, so uh, in terms of alpha leaks, guys, there's some really exciting thing coming for investment DAOs, I think, which will really uh, fast track, you know, a journey of going from the early stages to late stages for investment DAO. Uh, the second thing is that we are exploring, you know, uh, formulating like uh, DGov on, on one click, like you can deploy your own governance within market uh, based off of the pool that you control. So those are the two things that will most likely create the most value for us in the next two months. And uh, yeah, the, these things are to watch out for. Awesome. And I know, Docs, you already answered this in the in the chat, but just for the recording so people can can listen in as well later on, uh, can assets be added or removed from the pool after it's created? They can be paused or resumed uh, based on the market conditions. And, and obviously, it depends on the governance. You guys want to pause it or like an asset go, let's say you made a volatile pool and one of the assets becomes irrelevant after a point of time, you can pause that and, you know, leave that right away. Okay. And what about added? So that, that kind of um, helps answer the removed part, but then added uh, to the pool after it's created. See, I didn't understand the question. Uh, so you, when you when you pause or resume, that 
that kind of answers like can can assets be removed from the pool but can they be also added to the pool after it's created yeah yeah assets assets are added after the pool is created only so new assets can be added anytime it's just that the removal part is a little tricky so we have like pause and resume available there you can just pause them and no one can add collateral or or borrow um Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely there's uh there's a lot we could ask. I, I know that the this is only the first improvement proposal that we'll have on the market. Uh, not to give too much alpha, but there's definitely gonna be another one after, hopefully. Okay. No, I'm sorry, I'm just reading the reading the chat to make sure we didn't go miss any questions. Um guys, I would like to put some questions to you guys and uh like get to know your thoughts on it if that's okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, can you explain like what is the fundamental thesis behind GDAO and like how do you guys think about your product? Yeah, um, you know, at its base, it's an uh, it's a way to unlock the value of your tokens without having to sell them. Um, but I guess where where it differs from like a market is that you're you're lending to yourself and you're lending at a fixed rate. So, but where where that becomes very interesting is for long term uh, borrowing. Because if you compare to like Ave or like Queen, where if you have a loan with them for a year, you're looking at a net of like five percent. If you include all the kinds of additional incentives, for us, with us, no matter how long you hold it, three point five percent. So ha- having that stability of a very low interest rate um, you know, can help you shift what you do. I mean, for example, if um, you're a fund invest in um, like Bitcoin, like Ethereum, right? But at the same time, you want to invest into like small startups. A great way of magnifying your capital while maintaining your, your positions. Uh, I'll, I'll leave for Kila to add on. What are the innovations that allow you to provide such low interest rates? Yeah, well, at the end of the day, there's no need for an interest rate. I think if you think traditionally, interest rates are... Because are due to like um, default risk, but if you're borrowing against yourself, uh, you shouldn't be compensating anybody else for the default risk, right? Because you're the one bearing it. Um, and then in terms of maintaining the peg, um, it's not necessary because you know we our our loans are all assuming that is worth a dollar, and we have this mechanism called anchor, which allows us to uh, further maintain the peg. So having a floating stability fee it's not it's not really necessary thanks uh thanks a lot for sharing this uh with me and um i have one more question like what are some things that uh, cheetah has done differently or like as a dao like how have you guys evolved that you know you guys were able to you know, involve your community members in what you're doing so what's the secret sauce behind all the dao like stuff that you guys uh do here um i think that's a great question for the community because uh we've done as much as we can to empower people so you know at the beginning it was you know talking a lot with community members really getting to know them um what they wanted if you look at v1 of our protocol you compare it to now a lot has changed i'd say that 90 percent of what's changed has come from the community stuff that they told us you know you need to do this you need to do that it's not like superficial comments it's things that they really think about and they put a lot of effort in and now it's not even that i mean now it is creating their own things for example, you know, a lot of people are working on 
BI options. That's been uh, a whole committee that's doing it all by themselves and soon going to be presenting it to us. So yeah, it's, it's really just we got we got lucky with um, great community members and we were able to interact them with them. Uh, I, I think a big part of it is growing growing the community naturally, uh, especially at the beginning. Uh, you you don't want to go out there and just try and um, you know inorganically pay for people to hop into your community. Um, we had you know we had a great organic community come in, um, and like Royal Aid is saying, you know accepting community contributions. Um, you know one is like we we listen we listen to the community. Uh, we have like a a suggestions channel where. Um, anyone can throw in any suggestions. We always look at that, try and try and take that feedback, put it into, um, you know, the, the protocol, or just take that feedback for us personally. Um, and when when you start to do that, I think more and more people f- like understand that they really are being listened to and they're being a part of this. Um, I mean, it's really been it's been amazing. The community's been amazing. There's a lot of things that we don't even ask for that they you know, that they have created just because they see the need for it. Um, especially since our team is, our team is small and we don't have, I mean, we don't have unlimited resources uh, here in terms of manpower. Um, you know, it's, it's been a real, like real tremendous help. And, um, as you know, as more and more people from the community have kind of showcased themselves as being, you know, standout individuals, um, you know, we, we try and give them more and more tasks, um, or more and more responsibilities as we go. Uh, we, we never wow. Sorry yeah. to cut you off there. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, it's really wonderful to know and hopefully we can learn from you guys. Uh, it, it seems really good that all your community members are putting in their thoughts and asking so many questions. I I had like this small thing, like uh, somebody mentioned that Mr. Hoover, Ryan Hoover was there in the community call. Was that uh, actually Ryan Hoover? He stayed for quite a bit, and I wanted to understand if Ryan is interested in what we're doing as well. Um, we can't comment. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that was actually Ryan Hoover yeah. uh, chatting with them about possible partnerships. I, I think we didn't touch about that yet. I don't want to overpromise. Oh no, we were supposed to have a conversation as well. Like here, Ryan was asking on Twitter, like which protocols enable like borrowing and lending against assets. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. He's a very chill guy. Yeah. yeah, we were supposed to be meeting their partner from Weekend Fund in Bangalore, but we moved city, so we couldn't meet. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Vedia, Vedia? Yeah. Um, yeah, Vedika. Vedika, Vedika yeah. Vedika. Yeah. Exactly, but yeah, that's... Uh... Interestingly, I just got a message from Vedika. <laughs> <laughs> All world, guys. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully this uh, this helps spur a, spur a conversation. Um, and uh, uh, I think we have somebody that wants to get on stage. Is that right, Nacho? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, hand. Yeah. Right. Miss Chita asked what's happening. Um, just an update on that. We're updating Chi Power at the moment, so that the new pools uh, account for, like the Chi that you hold in the new pools. So that should be done today. At least that's what we asked the developers. So if that's hopefully that's done today, and we can we can launch the QIP. Hey there, bear. Hey, how you doing, guys? <clears throat> Just want to ask a, a quick question, kind of related to community. Was there anything in particular at the beginning that uh, that you think you did right to kind of like kick off the community to the point that uh, that it is today? Like, you know, any, any uh, um, particular fork in the road that you were like, you know, we, you know, in, in 
looking back, like that was a that was the best decision that we made to kick off the community and and make it so engaging and active. Thanks. Yeah, that's a great question. I, actually, I would love to hear maybe from like Nacho as a community member who's up here, or anyone else that wants to hop in, and then me and Ben can give our you know give our perspective. Yeah, of course. So um, I think the the core team has been really open with. Um, accepting the help of anyone who wanted to contribute with the with the DAO. So um, starting as um, uh, helping people in, in the chats and uh, giving suggestions of how can we improve. And I mean, Writer has mentioned before, there's like a lot of initiatives going on, like a community guide uh, strategy from Pingu, who is running the unofficial guide. And there's also uh, ideas of uh, coming up with a podcast uh, from another of our members, Geekbind. And yeah, there's a lot of things that everyone can help. And uh, there is no stoppers for from anyone who wants to help build the DAO. And yeah, uh, keep, keep, keep helping and keep contributing because uh, the team is really open to it. Yeah, thank you for that, Nacho. Yeah, I, I mean, I just have to echo just empowering empowering the people that are in the community. Everyone has so many different, you know, skill sets. They they bring different ideas to the table. Um, I mean, we honestly see our community as one one big, big piece of, of, of the success that we've had so far and the success that we, we will continue to have going forward. Um, you know, without the, without the community for sure the protocol wouldn't be where it's at um yeah just just gotta you know listen to them and and let them let them share and let and give empower them to really you know build alongside you i would add that like long term the the goal is to um have committees and people are taking ownership of different parts of the DAO and kind of running with it um and we started to see that already kind of you you see in the Discord, there's people that kind of handle certain things. I think that long term, that those should start maybe getting grants and uh, managing bigger parts of the of the DAO. Um, the, the, so kind of like looking back at the uh, at the at the early days when maybe you know it was only like the four or five of you um, uh, doing all the work and and you had the, an empty Discord here. Like, how do you go? How do you uh, like? What was was there any particular action that you that you guys took that 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 was like oh you know this is what is going to take us to the next hundred people in the platform or in the community like really engaging um or 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 is it basically like every single mod is a is a paid mod and 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 every single interaction is a uh, incentivized interaction like I know it's not like that but you know there's got to be some sort of a balancing between being only team and and really bringing everybody else like and how did that happen yeah it, it was really um it was really heads down like heads down and, and kind of do do the work that we felt the protocol kind of needed so building you know building a solid a solid just uh, product for people to use as well as um reaching out to the right partners um creating the correct partnerships we had great backing from polygon which helped um you know helped grow our users um, for us, we also wanted to just um, be a part of the Polygon ecosystem. And so like Blue mentioned here, we have a series of fireside chats where we would invite um, people from different 
you know, uh, from different projects to come in, talk about their projects, you know, how, um, how their projects kind of evolved in the Polygon ecosystem. And so that drove some people to, uh, to our community. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was really just kind of heads down and, and trying to, uh, trying to bring as much, um, a much value to the, to the protocol as, as a whole, rather than just going out there and trying to, to pay for, pay for all of it. And, um, I mean, we do have, we do have paid mods, but for a lot of them, they just started as, they just started as really great community members. And they were like, these people are freaking fantastic. Let's go ahead and, um, is it, is it usually that, that the mods or, you know, people who are members of the community that want, want to help out, they reach out to you, to, to you guys and to the, to the core team and to the current mod saying, Hey, you know, I want to help out. How, how can I help type of deal? Or like, how does that process go? Yeah. Interesting yeah, enough. Yeah. Sorry. I was just uh, going to say that. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kill. Interesting enough. No, it's not necessarily like them, them reaching out to us. It's us identifying them in the community and saying like, Hey, you've been, you've been fantastic. Um, you know, we would love to, we would love you to take like a bigger role within, you know, within the Cheetah community um, and then see if they'd be interested in that. We have, I mean, we have a ton of people kind of reaching out into the DMs like, hey, we want to be a mod. We can, you know, we can grow your community, this or that. Um, but they're not actually active um, within our community. So, you know, we, we ignore those and just focus on the people that are Makes actually. Sense. Not ignore. We, we kindly tell them to involve themselves <laughs> in the community. Although right. I would say that there is even some people we reach out to and we're like, wow, you do so much for us. Can we please pay you? They say no. <laughs> like we just do it for really? fun. And so it's, um, yeah, I don't want to name any names, but there's a lot of people that do a lot for us that don't necessarily get paid, don't necessarily want to get paid. Got it. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. And again, if there's um, any other community member up here that want to, you know, chime in, feel free. But Rahul? You're saying? Sure. Guys, uh, I have another call at 8.30, uh, my time. So I have five more minutes. Uh, so anything for closing or any questions that you want to put forward specifically for uh, Market XYZ Cheetah collaboration, would be happy to answer them. Um, also wanted to put this point forward that, you know, it's very good to see all these community members coming forward and putting their questions down. If they have specific questions for Market XYZ, uh, you can reach out to us on our Discord or even follow us on Twitter. You can follow me, Eric, Daksh, anybody on Twitter and our DMs are always open and happy to assist anybody who is looking to maybe even join Market Community or uh, take up some interesting questions with us directly. Uh, that's all from my side. Uh, um, Raul and, and or Docs, can you uh, throw in the Discord link here into the chat, um, as well as your Twitters? Um, that way, it's just easy for people to click on it and uh, and hop in. Yeah, let uh, me do this right away. The Thank chat you. channel is the same, right? Market XYZ partnership. Uh, so it's going to be uh, the one that's right above the stage. It's the Market XYZ AMA. Yeah. Yeah, Perfect. I think Docs is already in it and answering. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, make sure you uh, hop in there. I, I think you know if all things go well, this is going to be a long, long-term partnership, and um, you know we'd love to see a lot of our chimps in there um, as well. So um, Dash, Rahul, Eric, um, once we start the actual like improvement proposal, you'll see the uh, at the bottom the partnering with Market XYZ channel really become very lively. So I invite you all to. Be there um, and take part in the debate. 
Um, for me, I, I really like this idea. Uh, we wouldn't be proposing it if we didn't. So I'll, I'll definitely be there answering questions. Thanks a lot for your time. Uh, thank you, everyone, for having us. Um, I'll have to drop off now, but wonderful talking to you guys and hope to be in touch more. And yeah, excited for our partnership. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you, thank you everybody, for your time. Thank you. Super excited for it. Take care, guys. Bye. Yeah. I think that concludes the, the AMA.